Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Another great day for It's the Real. Does the fun ever stop? I believe, and look, we're Jewish, so maybe I'm wrong, but I believe the fun stops on Christmas. Oh, the 13th day of Christmas. The 13th day. We're, we're not doing a 13th podcast in a row. We agreed to 12. We are not doing a 13th day in a row. I we are stopping. I hope everyone has enjoyed all the podcasts so far. Who have we had, Jeff? Uh, the Roundtable, yeah. CJ Fly, right? Uh, officially Ice. We had Kim Osario. We had Chris Styles. Chris Styles. And Premium today, Pete is Premium today. Pete. Premium Pete. Everyone knows him from the Premium Pete show. Yep. You know him from the Combat Jack show. He has a long and fascinating history in this industry in I many mean, industries. Shoes, shoes, and, and finance. And stabbing people. Stab- <laughs> That's right. The correctional uh, uh, facilities. facilities. Yeah. So, yes, a really interesting episode. I'm really looking forward to hearing people's remarks on this. I'm really happy about what everyone had to say about the Kim Osario episode. That was really great. Jeff, if people don't know by now, fuck them. <laughs> no, actually. What are we doing February 23rd, 2017? I have to go to my accountant. What are you doing at the accountant? Cashing out. Yeah. Because we're putting on a show. We're putting on a show. What's it called? Your Girl's Tour. Your Girl's Tour. It's not a world tour. It is Your Girl's Tour. Speaking directly to you listening out there. February 23rd, 2017. We're bringing special guests. We're bringing lots of new songs, old songs, storytelling. It's going to be an event that you cannot miss. SOBs, New York City, 204 Varick Street. I'm not going to give their phone number because we know the phone lines are going to light up because it's going to be lit. Tickets are on sale right now. It's com. Go get them. It's going to be a hell of a night. It's going to be a hell of a night. When do you want to get into this episode, Jeff? Right after people leave a comment on iTunes. So close to getting into this episode. I know. Man. But you want to know what? Five stars. Leave a five-star review. Five stars or, or and by nothing. by that, I don't mean like leave us five stars, although that is very much appreciated. I mean leave a five-star review where I look at your review and I say, wow, that is a five-star review. Great job, all the people who are reviewing. I, you want to know what I like? We don't even say not for real, for real that much, and that's like caught on as like a thing. I love it. I love it. Shout out to 2 Chains. not for real, for real. One more time, it's com. Tickets available for your girls tour coming February 23rd. Go right now, Jeff. When's the episode starting? Right now, for real, for real. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. To the Wire Hit, a.k.a. Facts Only. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Clap and Revolve, a.k.a. Electric Slide. Hey, yo, what up? It's Pete, Premium Pete, a.k.a. Brajol, a.k.a. <laughs> Brajut, a.k.a. Baked Ziti, a.k.a. Fucking Lasagna, a.k.a. My Mother Don't Cook It, I Don't Eat It. What's up? Yeah, and this is a waste time when it's the real. Shit. What's happening? Uh, listen, um, I love. We did a drop a while back. We did uh, a couple years back, and uh, it was it was epic. And I played for a while over the uh, podcast ear hole. Yes, yeah. I always love the energy uh, that you guys bring, man. And, and thanks for having me. No, of thank course. you for coming. Happy up. Hanukkah! Happy Hanukkah! Uh, thank is you. it Hanukkah yet? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Okay. Then yes. Uh, I didn't know. I just <laughs> said. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for making it through the frigid temperatures to make it all the way here. Yeah, New York City has, uh, you know, a wind chill. Um, <laughs> you know, it's that time of the year. It's New York City. And uh, this is... This it doesn't is make it any better, but it's... <laughs> I will say I was a little bit concerned that we would never get cold temperatures again. Oh, just like for global warming's sake? Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's here. Well, I call, I call it bipolar weather because I really think that by before the end of the year, 
or maybe even the top of the year, we'll go back to 60, 70. That's eight yeah. minutes bipolar. Yeah, bipolar weather. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of us are bipolar. Right, right. And, right. Uh, you know, why can't weather be? Jeff yeah. meant it like bipolar, like yeah. bipolar. Yeah. <laughs> by, by blazer. <laughs> yeah. First of all, congratulations on the Premium Pete podcast. Yes, yes, I can't believe Which we were guests on, and we yes. appreciated you having us on. Yeah, it was a, a great episode. I really enjoyed You know, like I said, I've always uh, liked your humor. Um, I always liked the the knowledge, particularly too. I think th- that's what's great too, because I think sometimes, like in hip hop, you know, um, particularly, you know, you'll get like a lot of people that like there's white people that get try too hard, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I think that you guys always came across as not only just cool kids and just that down to earth kids, and really just true to who you are. But you know, you, you never tried to be something that you weren't, and and and, and you, you guys know your shit. And I think that means a lot. Like, like for instance, like Rosenberg, you know, sometimes, I think, you know, he is annoying to some people and he may do some things that bother people, but you can't take away that guy's knowledge. Right. I mean, he's like a fucking almanac. Right. You know? is, that, is that how you say that? I don't know. I've, I have no idea. You, that's that's more Jewish than, than we would uh, I know. go. No, no, but, that wasn't but, Jewish. That was uh, like the sports book, like an almanac. Is that oh, what it's oh, called? Almanac. Almanac. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Italian. Yeah. I pronounce yeah. shit wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, he, he he knows his shit. Yeah, I you can't deny somebody that knows his shit. Also, like Peter is a great friend to us. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I I from now on I want to call him an almanac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like I just want to go with that. So you've been doing how many episodes deep are you now? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yeah, I can. Are you gonna quit? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I I actually didn't want to start. I I was worried about numbering them in the beginning because because I just felt like uh, when you number stuff, like it just becomes like so old, you know. And and but I wind up staying with numbers, you know. It I I, I think it works, and I think although we're in this weird space where where like we're doing you know twelve podcasts in a row, mm-hmm. which is not our usual weekly thing, and so when I think about how many weeks we've done it's all confusing because the numbers are all whack but i don't i don't even know anymore but the fact is um there was there was a point where uh you were not on a podcast and you decided to start your own how nervous were you in getting back into the game with your name at the top of the masthead um well you know being being early in the podcast game particularly in 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 hip-hop i should say because i mean podcasts have been around for a minute but uh you know being uh you know, I guess one of the early members of the Combat Jack show, and 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 you know, I'm I'm thankful to have had a hand and and voice, uh, you know, shape, you know, what it became. Um, but moving on my own, it was uh, I was nervous, and uh, I was nervous be- only because, you know, it's like um, I always like doing something with somebody. I'm a weirdo, and uh, you know, even like growing up, like I remember we used to go to this in in Brooklyn. There was this uh, place called More Fun. It was an arcade, and I loved arcades. Like after school. And a lot of kids I hung out with, like you know, like I didn't have a lot of money either. But you know, I would get a little allowance here, a little thing here. But a lot of kids I hung out with, they didn't have a lot of money. So if I got like five dollars, I and and I'm like, let's go to arcade, and they're like, um, yeah, I don't got no money. And I'm like, yo, I'll split this half with you. And I always been like that. I always wanted to, you know, anything I've done, like you know, I go to Atlantic City years ago. I used to love gambling. If I won money and I was hanging out with somebody that didn't have it, I just you know, if they talk about my homies, not just strangers, right. yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. and, uh, but I'll make sure they have or whatever they, you know, need. And, and so doing it on my own, you know, I felt like, damn, now, you know, it's like people, you know, it's world's judgmental, you know, and it was so much more podcast. So it's harder to grow a podcast. You know, when we did the podcast, it wasn't that many fish in the water, you know, as far as like in our realm, but, uh, it was, it was dope. It was, a, and you know what? I really did it because the people. 
and and I mean that. Uh, you know, there was a lot of people more than I ever expected that were tweeting me and emailing me and d- direct messaging me and telling me how they missed my voice uh, on the show and how they missed my input, whatever that was. And they were very honest about it. Like meaning, like they're like, if you spoke for five minutes or fifty minutes an episode, we miss you. You know, and uh, you know, I mean, I think that. Uh, you know, ultimately, uh, combat is uh, where he's supposed to be. Um, you know, it's a combat jack show, so mm-hmm. you know it, it's entitled that. You know, right. and and uh, he's done a great job. I just feel like uh, you know um, we brought like a good barbershop banter, uh, a, a good mixture. You know, because he's he's I'm, I don't want to make I'm not saying he's not the comedian type. You know what I mean? He's very knowledgeable. You know, very smart and somebody that digs into people's uh, you know uh, lives and. You know, so I mean, I'm not saying it's not funny, but we I feel like everybody else helped bring some levity to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, some, yeah. Do you miss the combat jack show? Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great question. You know, um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I. Uh, I do miss those guys, but we went through some drastic changes. Um, you know, for a while, I, I would say, I guess we had some type of weird. I don't know if you. I, I would never say podcast beef because there is podcast beef. But, yes, right. I, I'm trying to head that up. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll yeah. get into that. But uh, no, no, you know, I just look. Um, this is a new episode. I haven't spoke about it, uh, but uh, you know, shout out to Dallas Penn. Um, he, uh, you know, I had him on the show uh, recently with Tagstone, and he was like, "Yo, there's an LSN party. Uh, it was an LSN holiday party," and he was like, um, "You know." After your show, we should go. And I was like, I don't want to go, you know. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, we should go. So he's like, Look, Pete, you know, you need to. And he, he I feel like me and Dallas have such a great relationship after all these years. He's the one that brought me on the Combat Jack show mm-hmm. um, in 2010. And you know, just um, he was like, Oh, you just need to be a better politician. You know, he's like, You need to be a better a person. You know, to to move. You know, you don't have to take everything so personally, and just sometimes, you know, you don't have to go, you know, full fledged with your heart into it. So I said, "All right, all right, I'll go." So I went and I seen combat, and you know, we uh, had a brief conversation. But I, I basically let him know that you know I didn't like the way that communication was and way way things you know hand were handled, uh, you know, through each other and ha- how it was handled afterwards. But I did let him know that uh, you know um, no one could take away what we uh, you know did uh, together. Uh, unbeknownst, who would ever thought that you know I could do that with him? Um, and also, you know, no one could ever take away uh, what I brought and contributed to the show. And I thanked I thanked him because at the end of the day, like real talk, anybody out there that's been in a situation of change, you know, you got to think about it. You know, it's tough in the beginning, but you know, I I mean, I doubled up. Like I got my own show. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like 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 I was to be honest with you, I was upset about that not making you know uh, a monetary. Uh, I was trying to make money. Mm-hmm. We got to a point where we were making money, and I felt like I wasn't getting what I wanted to get. So, you know, now I'm getting more than what I could probably ever got from him. So, you know, uh, you know, I had to, I doubled up on myself. Yeah. Know, so, but um, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do miss those guys for what we created. But uh, I'm I'm excited for the new opportunities that you know I had. Yeah, I, I would just say like you know, uh, seeing you guys on Instagram together in those pictures from the the holiday party, I was very happy to see that. Um, you know, I I thought that you guys might have squashed it before the par- the party, but um, but regardless, I, yeah, I think we're we're all glad to see those pictures and and uh, hope for new opportunities moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I hope. Well, 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 hey, who knows? Maybe we have uh, have them come on the Proven Peace show. That should yeah. be a, an eventful thing, you know. For the people that care, for the people, you know, for the people that for are, people that don't care, they're yeah. they're still not going to care. But <laughs> yeah. 
true, true. Yeah. But you know, but it, but but that's why I always try to mark things down in my life as not only like for for, for people listening, not only like a premium Pete Combat Jack, mm. just in general of if you're ever in a situation like this and you feel like, hey, you know what, I'm worth this much, or mm-hmm. you know, and then somebody says, well, no, not really, and then you you know you believe in yourself and 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 you go forward, you know, and and here's the, here's the thing at the end of the day, I believe in taking an opportunity for no money. We worked that Combat Jack show for four or five years before we seen money. Yeah. You know, uh, people people want things right away these mm-hmm. days. You know, we worked out for years. So when there was money to come, that, that's the problem, too. When you do things with a lot of people, a lot of people don't set it up for when money does come. Right. You talk about it, but right. then when it comes, things get strained. Yeah. Like, even when, like, you're working with your brother. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you better give him fucking this cut. But yeah. <laughs> Pete, where are you from in Brooklyn originally? Uh, Brooklyn, New York. So I grew up in Coney Island. And when I was a deep, teenager, yeah, deep. yeah, yeah, deep, deep, Coney Island, like, uh, yo, That's my true. uncle owned the go-karts, man. He owned the uh, really? go-karts. Yeah, it's funny. When I say that, I feel like people, not that you guys would think, but I feel like people, that sounds rich. But but meanwhile, the go-karts at that time was like fucking uh, hustle bustle, like, you know, like, you know, it was like $3 a go-kart. Or yeah, I mean, look, it, no, to me, it just sounds cool. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like, I mean, back in the day, I'm talking about, yeah, yeah. he owned them for, for many, many years. Yeah, so he owned the go-karts, and he owned a little concession stand that sold, like, cotton candy, um and uh candy apples and what did your folks do uh my my father was um he worked multiple jobs but he was always worked in the city so you know he worked in like uh banks and uh you know um financial you know he eventually wound up later on in life uh you know doing way 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 better for himself becoming like a cfo of like you know financial company like merrill lynch he Mm -hmm. worked um, you know, stuff like that. My mother never worked at, mm-hmm. at uh, you know, she was a, a, a typical Italian apron wearing um, house uh, wife, if you want to say. And what was growing up in Coney Island like in terms of like the summers versus the, the, the colder months? Okay, so I had a front yard, which was very weird. Uh, and I don't, you know, growing up in Coney Island, like, you know, the block we lived on, uh, you know, everybody had backyards. We had a front yard. So it was like everything we did was in the open, you know, like I, I couldn't even, you know, it, it just was weird. So, you know, but uh, it was, uh, it taught me, I'll be honest with you, I feel like um, growing up in Coney Island for me as an Italian American really shaped who I am today because it gave me a chance to see a melting pot. At mm-hmm. that time there was, you know, drug dealers, uh, there was mobsters around there, there was, uh, you know, a, a black people, it was Puerto Rican people, it was Asian people, and I was able to see a mixture of that, and I'll explain to you how, when, when, when we made a little bit more money, uh, when I was about 13, my parents moved out of, because uh, we were living with my uh, uh, with my grandmother, so uh, he, he bought a house and, in Bensonhurst, and when I moved there, I'll never forget, I um, go there, and, and all of a sudden, like, this guy comes over to me, it's like a Italian guy, and he's like, hey, P, let me talk to you for a second. So I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, yeah, you can't have those fucking people around here. So I said, what people? He said, yeah, you can't, you can't have those black people around here. And he was talking about, like, this kid I used to hang out with, his name was Kanish. His name was, you know, another kid's name was Isaiah. And, kid, and another kid's name was uh, uh, Tom. Anyway, one was Puerto Rican, two were black. We used to play uh, Sega Genesis, Altered Beast, mm-hmm. you know? So it, nothing to me, it didn't, it didn't sink in because I was just doing what we were doing all those years on Coney Island. Right. But I didn't realize. So imagine if I grew up in Bensonhurst as a time as a and, and, and let's be real. I have to be real against myself as an Italian American, which mostly people in Bensonhurst were at that time. Mm-hmm. I would have been just like that. Yeah, and then you would have grown up positive, yeah. different set of values. Yeah, you know. So 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 um, that was that was you know the, the, it's just we my grandmother had a house in Jersey, 
uh, in the summer, and we used to go there, and that was like my escape, my getaway. You know, I wish I would have been able to do more. You know, uh, one time we sat down with Riza, and uh, he spoke about um, having an uncle. I, I forgot where, but like in Florida or, or or somewhere, and how much that helped them get away from like the pissy projects of uh, Park Hill and, and, and Staten Island. And you know, it's amazing to see like you know when and you guys sat down with a lot of people. When you sit down with some of these people. And you see where success lies or longevity lies. Mm-hmm. You realize, you know, even as a parent, like, like you try to learn these things. How does this work for your kids and how does it work for the future? And I, I guess what I'm trying to say is see more at a young age. You know, mm-hmm. get, like I tell my daughter all the time, she lives in Brooklyn. Uh, I tell her, be more than a Brooklyn girl. Mm-hmm. Get off the block. Don't be that bubblegum fucking popping uh, Brooklyn girl with a hair up in a ponytail and Jordan's on and sweatpants, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like get like like be different, like you know, like 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 that's the thing too. I hated about Brooklyn in my neighborhood. I was telling this to my friend in Bensonhurst, in Bensonhurst, in Coney Island, in in, in Bay Ridge, and in, in in all those areas. Like everybody I grew up around, like it's like you know, like we were neighborhood kids. We lived outside. Like I spent most of my time outside. You know, you would hear my mother like, you know, Peter, dinner time. She would scream, and it's the only time we would come home. And like anything we did, like Christmas. You know, after we done open a prison, run out. You know, yeah. like 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 you felt like you were gonna miss something. Keep in mind, this generation stays mostly inside. Right. right. A lot of us, like I was outside all day. We play manhunt. We play, you know, uh, green light one two three. Yeah, we play, yeah. You know, like like so so I didn't want to miss anything. But the problem was, in where I grew up and how I grew up over there, and I and and this is a fault, and I wish it could have been better, but. You know, I didn't have people teaching me about credit. You know, um, and and to my default, you know, to the default of my parents, I feel like. They grew up in a time where they waited for a certain age to be able to do things. Like, mm-hmm. well, you got to be able to do this at a certain age. Where I think, like, man, you should teach your kids how to learn to build their credit at a young age. Or even, like, being a homeowner. Like, I, I never had, like, the neighborhood I grew up in later on in, 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 in uh, teenage years was, like, gangsters like that I looked up to. Uh, and they carried all the money they had in their pocket. So if they had four thousand dollars, they had a big rubber band and looked like it was big money, but they didn't have nothing. Right. Their fucking, you know, their car was under their mother's name. You know, they were so scared about everything. It just but was bad values. Yeah, yeah, right. There yeah. was bad values that 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 you know people look at gangsters and like they fear them or admire them. Some people, mm. but meanwhile, most I don't want to say it like this, but what I'm saying is most of them don't have no real values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know you don't realize that till you get older. Before you moved to Bensonhurst, what was Coney Island for you? What did it feel like a bubble? Like, did you spend your summers on the beach? Did you did you leave that part of town and and visit other parts of Brooklyn? Yeah, not not many. You know, we stayed. We were real Brooklyn people. Uh, you know, I really didn't get to go out of town until like you know that house in Jersey that we used to go visit once in a while where they had a lake. I never even knew what the fuck a lake was. You know, I took a shit in it too one time. <laughs> you know, but um, to be honest with you, the lake was be- a beautiful thing because growing up in Coney Island, we go to the beach. Like, I'm talking about, there was fucking shopping wagons in the beach. Mm. There was crack vials in the beach. Like, 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 that's the weirdest thing. Like, like, I got used to swimming in a beach that had fucking dime, plastic dime bags, crack vials, and shopping wagons. Like, in the, in the fucking ocean. Like, the, you know, like, like, I didn't see no koi. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like, you know, and this also was not the heyday of Coney Island. No, 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 no. It was, it was. They still had the free or like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was grimy. It was super grimy. I mean, it was crack vials all over the beach sand too. Mm-hmm. Um, you did know. you shit in the ocean? <laughs> um, no, I waited till I got to the lake. <laughs> yeah. The sad thing about it, it was, 
you know, I, it was a beautiful change. I was like, oh shit, this lake is awesome. And mm-hmm. You had to mark your territory. Yeah, yeah. Like a bear in the woods. So, so once, <laughs> once, once you did move to Bensonhurst, um, now you're about working age. What was your first job? Uh, newspaper route. Really? Yeah. On a bike or walking around? Or? No, a wagon. A wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A wagon. I used to just take it. It wasn't did that you grow up in the 1950s? <laughs> <laughs> what paper was it? No, uh, Daily News. Daily News. Daily News. Did you yeah. read the paper too or did you... Uh... No, no. Actually, I had John Franco as my customer from the Mets. What? What? Yeah. John Franco. That's yeah. awesome. Great great tipper. Uh, his wife was hot wanted to fuck her. Um, <laughs> you should, he should have let you fuck her as a tip. That's right. Yeah. He was really... Yeah, I wish he would have. <laughs> yeah, if he was, I would have a, a, a really or decent a guy. <laughs> let me tell you something about John Franco, man. Uh, unfortunately... I um, I, I I became a lazy paper boy, Uh-oh. and what I mean by that is like I would just wrap up the paper well, like on and throw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I was hitting his screen door too much. <laughs> so one time he came out and he was like, "Oh, oh," you know, like <laughs> early in the morning. He was like, "Stop fucking throwing the paper," and I was like, "John, I, I'm I'm sorry, John," you know, and and and. Uh, you know, he. I finally just would then walk up the steps and 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 bring. I was trying to be fast. Yeah, you know, yeah. efficient. Want, it was yeah. early in the morning. Well, I want to finish. Were you inspired by the uh, Nintendo game Paperboy? Oh, I love that game. Yeah, yeah that Excite Bite, all that. I mean, you <laughs> which know. the point of the game is to break shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did, I did, I did. I, I, I was, I was. You know, you you meet. That was, to be honest with you, that was when I used to collect. You know, uh, the money mm-hmm. uh, weekly. You would meet all these people, and that was like a real another uh, task of like. You know, seeing all people from all different walks of life. You know, it's like you know, and 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 I mean, there was this lady who who looked like a frog. I swear to God, and, and the way she licked her money was like she had a fucking long tongue. So I used to uh, relate to her as a tari, as a frogger. You know? Yeah. So a lot but of but she I, never crossed the street. No, she never crossed the street. No, she was fucking, and she gave me all change. It was in a ziploc bag, all change. That sucks. Yeah, yeah pennies, dimes, fucking. Was crazy. it like a prank show? This yeah. is this is every morning. Uh, once a week, she would pay me. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, would you, but every morning, yeah, every morning, yeah, every morning, yeah. Before school, before school, yeah, yeah. How early are you getting up? Uh, be honest with you, sometimes I was late, um, <laughs> but um, I think <laughs> I had to be up by like five o'clock, <laughs> four thirty, five o'clock. Yeah. Holy because cow. keep in mind, keep in mind, the paper at that time, yeah. people was essential. It was a bible for people going to the city. They wanted their newspaper. Sure. A lot of people that I was delivering the newspaper to uh, worked in the city, mm-hmm. so they would take their paper before they went to work. You know, and and you know, I mean, you remember the days. Of the train, people, you know, with the paper. I mean, I'm sure I don't know. I haven't taken the train no more. But right. you, when's the last time you took the train? Uh, today. Uh, today yeah. People wearing paint, uh, um, you know, reading. No, newspapers? everyone's reading their phones. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are some people who read the paper. Come on. What? There are some people who read papers. Well, maybe on like Metro North, going to like Westchester. I mean, like nobody's that. like wearing like fedoras and you know like <laughs> slamming open the paper and being like, oh, you know, the horse race. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. I need you guys to teach me something. What's that? Uh, through my years of working in the city, because I took the train for many years. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the Jewish people now. How do you say uh, Hasidic? Hasidic. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. I always say Hasidic. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hasidic. Almanac. Almanac. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 that little thing they're reading. That's yeah. what the Bible. I don't Not know. the Bible. Uh, uh, oh, the, the Torah. The, the Torah. Uh, now they, they move. They move their lips, the, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them. A lot of them do like you know say it out loud. Yeah. No, no, I never hear them. So I was always trying to wonder, like, like, like you know, they would look at the page and you would never hear them say one word. I think it's like they speak it to themselves, right? I mean, we're listen. No, I'm trying to learn know. this shit because no, you know, 
because I, we have, like, I never we seen have someone any... move their lips and 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 you know not nothing come out and I was just wondering really I'm being honest I, I think Jewish people do it I think Muslim people do it I think like lots of people do it I don't I don't know if we have any Hasidic <laughs> listeners please leave a comment and let us know I I don't know okay I'm on I'm sorry so no. No. um did you ever fuck up any uh, New York Post delivery men <laughs> <laughs> I actually used to take that paper and throw it in the sewer where it belongs yeah yeah that's where it belongs fuck, fuck them <laughs> fuck them but I did because they, you know the, what they would do if, if they would get there before me they would pull my paper away or throw it away or yeah, people were scumbags you yeah. think about it they would like if it was raining we used to have bags and we used to put the uh, paper in a bag yeah. yeah and then you know if I would get there after, before the, uh, I would find my paper outside of the bag and I was like you know so anytime I saw their papers, I would always throw them in the sewer. And so I threw our neighbor's uh, paper on the roof one time, and it stayed there for a couple of days, and they were very upset. Nice, well, but you didn't. It, this wasn't because like you were a rival of them or anything. No, I was just just being a adolescent. <laughs> I was like, well, they. I'm going to put a paper on their roof. There you go. Yeah, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. So you had your paper route. You're you're going to middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, what where where then did you go? What were you saving your money for? The sneakers, arcade? sneakers and arcade. Sneakers. Yeah, what sneakers. what sneakers were you buying? Jordans, Jordans. I remember like you know it's funny because it's like you know being so many years into this quote unquote sneaker culture. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, like, there was no lines for Jordans. You right. know, you didn't worry about if they were sold out. You worried about if you had enough money. So you know, I still couldn't afford it. I, 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 that, so what I did was I worked with my parents, where I'm like, hey, you know, my paper route. If I came up with fifty, because I think it was like ninety nine dollars for a Jordan or ninety. What what model? And one. Yeah. The one. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, and and, and twos and the threes and mm-hmm. you know, it was around that time. So three, I would say one, two, three, four. So one was like eighty five, and so you took about eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight. So probably like, I would say like more, paper route was probably like threes, you know, fours. Did you grow up a Knicks fan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And did you have any reservations about wearing the shoes of uh, Patrick Ewan? No, no, of, no, of wearing Jordans. Jordans. No, no, I had no problem with that. I was. Let me I tell did. you something. <laughs> in junior high school, this Chinese kid came in uh, wearing uh, the Jordan threes, and uh, that was the first visible air unit bubble. Which I was like, "What the fuck is this bubble on a sneaker?" I remember people not believing it was actually air in it and popping the fucking. <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, that what yeah. you did? No, no, but I did it to other people. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, no, but I stabbed him. No, no, I did it to other. No, he, no, no, well, I he did. was the one who who walked down the hall when people had yo-yos. He would cut the. <laughs> cut the, the only time I ever uh, stabbed people uh, was uh, when I was um, a member of the um, correctional facilities. But that was only because you had to uh, you, had, you had to stay alive. Sure, you know? yeah. Sure. And 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 shout out to uh, 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 Juan. Who um, is uh, this Mexican kid? He made me a knife out of a toothbrush. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that he he took the the stabbing and like shot. No, the no, no. Like... He made me. He made me. Uh, um, I mean, it, it may have been a reach or um, Colgate. Um, I'm not Are you sure trying what to get sponsored? Now let me tell you something. He, this fucking kid made this thing into the sharpest thing. I mean, it was it was like it was so sharp. It was like one of those things you stick in the turkey to see if it fucking yeah yeah you know, <laughs> meat thermometer yeah yeah um, yeah. Shouts to Oral B. Shouts yeah. to Reed, yeah. Shouts to all yeah. of them. Yeah, it's the, the <laughs> please send some free product so <laughs> so Pete can turn into a shiv again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, well, who are you talking about? The, the, the Chinese know. kid with the with the. Oh Jordan yeah, it was it was amazing. Anyway, it just it just got everybody's attention. And you're saving your money for those shoes, and there's no line. No line. You walk into where? Foot Locker. Foot yeah, foot, no, I walk into a sneaker corner. Sneaker corner on Avenue I, Nostrand, no I believe. Okay, yeah. that's that's your local spot. No, it was a spot that it was it was just it was a spot that I knew of that had a lot of dope kicks. Did, did you have a Wait, guy that's then? A, that's not in. Um, 
that's not in uh, Bensonhurst, is it? No, no, that's no. in. Uh, no, no, I got, I got. That's in Flatbush. I got or tipped right? off. Yeah, yeah. There, there was some Foot Lockers. There was, you know, around, you know, by 86th Street. But um, did you have a guy at that point? I didn't. You mean a connect, a yeah, plug, yeah, the yeah. plug? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but eventually, when I started buying all of them, I, I, I wound up getting a, you know, a yeah. plug. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm Italian, so we always look for, um, like, if we like something. I feel like, and then and hey, listen. Any other nationality, I'm sure you do this. I'm not saying that. I'm speaking for me. Um, but um, you when know, the Jews do it. They just like mouth the words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they, listen, they're firm believers. When, when Eric, that's a hateful stereotype, and that, I don't that appreciate is, it. That's not nice. You know, yeah. even though I, I have eight uh, matzah uh, crackers. What do I call them? The ones I sent you. Remember? What matzah bread? No, not the bread. The cracker one where I put the put the butter on it. It's like that's, a sheet. Yeah, matzah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's matzah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, Shout out to everybody. Unleavened bread. It didn't rise. Yeah. Trying to get sponsorships here. <laughs> Shouts to matzah. But um, <laughs> knife made me forget what the fuck I was saying. No, did you have a connect? And you said, Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he, you know, after I bought a couple. Oh, I was talking about Italians. I said, yeah. What happens is, um, whenever you, I know we're gonna like. I always look at it this way: If you go to a restaurant and you didn't really like the service, and you're not really from the area, you're not gonna go back. Don't worry about what type of tip you leave. Mm-hmm. But if you're going somewhere, you're going to go all the time. It is your necessity and your job to leave a big tip because they always remember you. Mm. Eric and you know, and Eric and Jeff and, and and you know, they got this restaurant they go to. They always leave a nice tip. Friday night rolls around, is fucking packed out the door. They see you, you know. Mm-hmm. You best believe they're going to be working for you. Right. And I feel like you know that's the same thing with sneakers. You know, like that still exists these days. You know, where people take care of people. You know, like. You know, and 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 it's not only just for sneakers, just for just for connect. You know, yeah. to build anything. So was there was there an idea that that you would get into collecting? Like, was that even? Uh, I think known? I think I was doing it before I even thought it was an idea. Yeah. Like you know, you just like, like the sneakers. Just like them, buy you know, buy one, buy another one, buy another one. Because here's the thing, uh, and I will tell you, my mother and father uh, would not buy me a new pair of sneakers until it was literally talking. Yeah, I mean, literally the soul. Like, for instance, my mother was so bad in her head. How bad was she? Uh, uh, <laughs> she was bad. She was so bad that, like, she would like if I would say like it would be like ten months after I had this sneaker, and I'm like, Ma, uh, I need a new pair of sneakers. You just got them last week. I'm like, what the fuck is this lady talking about? You know, like, so so it, it came to a point where I was like, Yo, I want to get more. So that's why I continued to work, and and then unfortunately. Um, you know, working like doing the paper route wasn't good enough, so I got this job selling nickel bags of weed mm-hmm. and uh, these big pillows and branches and seeds. I mean, the bags were almost ripping apart, you know. But um, and I was able to use, buy more Jordans that way. You know? So, what did John Franco think when you threw it through his screen door? <laughs> the weed? Yeah. yeah. No, he didn't smoke weed. I I, I threw. Uh, well, well, yeah. After <laughs> maybe, that time. maybe old Frogger Lady did though. Yeah, <laughs> she, she probably did most definitely. So yeah, you she bought was smoking some swag. <laughs> you start you start buying multiple pairs of shoes. Yeah. Um, did you always keep like one on ice? Yeah, yeah, multiple ones that I liked. Like you know, when uh, when, when I was able an opportunity to buy threes or fours, I would buy multiple pairs of them. You know, but then I got into Air Forces, you know, just like where it was like, you know, you get one in one color and then you realize there's more colors. And there was a lot of, you know, people that I was around that, you know, I grew up around a lot of older people. Mm-hmm. So then I got put on to 40 Belows. I got put on to Ewings. I got put on to, you know, Felis and, you know, Sway Felis or Shell Tops and, you know, um, even going back to uh, Spot Belt and Saucony and, and Deodoro and, 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 you know, all these pairs that were just, I it just, I guess it just, I just loved Jordan particularly, but I just love, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to stereotype, but like when you're like hustling, mm-hmm. I don't know, Jordans to me were everything, man. Like, I don't know, it's so weird to say that, but, you know, it's like I was like, 
And that's what I always tell people. Hustle more for more than a pair of Jordans. Like I know kids that were selling drugs just for an outfit. So you're willing to risk to get locked up just for an outfit, you know, just for a pair of sneakers, you know. So 14, 15, 16 years old, you're collecting sneakers. Around what number of sneakers do you think you have? Uh, maybe 20. Oh, okay. 15, 20. Pathetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at this time, it's yeah, pathetic. Yeah. But, yeah. No. but at that time, uh, you know, I, I remember my aunt saying, you got so many sneakers. <laughs> I only got three pairs of panties, you know. Did you <laughs> Did you keep them clean? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I always toothbrush at that time. I yeah. didn't I didn't really know. Tooth- now, oh, yeah, now we're getting to a theme yeah. here. Toothbrush, yeah. you know, yeah. to yeah. stab someone, toothbrush to clean Well, that shoes. was later yeah. on, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, toothbrush, yeah. So, um, so today, but okay. Let's just flash forward to today for a second. Are you of the the same uh, thought processes? Our mutual friend Clark Kent, where he's like, wear your shoes, get them dirty. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What happened was, but I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't grab that opportunity until uh, way, way, way later on. And what I mean by that is, so you know, I meet the the lady I'm with now, and uh, you, you know, we. Um, I never forget like uh I forgot what it was like maybe a weekend or whatever and she and, and I was like damn man I was like we went to the Bahamas and I was like I would like to go back and she's like yeah yeah she's like let's get you know our bills straight and you know we go back cuz you know we you know uh I don't even think we had a kid at the time but you know I we just got a lot of bills like shit we had a you know, homeowner you know she has a car I have a car you know a couple other you know things and uh I <clears throat> go in the garage where I have Maybe two, three hundred pairs. That, that, that you know, I had more. That's low right now. <laughs> yeah. And um, I go in the garage and I look and I see like five. You may not know what they are, but like five going uh, back at Jordan like threes or you know uh, uh, the Superman ones. Jordan four. I'm like, what the fuck am I? Like it hit me where I was like, what a what, what's the matter with me? Like I was like, uh, you know, I was like, what am I doing? I'm buying something just so it sits there. Like, come here, Luke. Mm, <laughs> okay, we're gonna put you away. As long as nobody touches you, you're gonna be all right over there. Okay, we'll mm-hmm. come back for you another time. I could do nothing with you, but you're gonna stay there. Mm-hmm. You know. So I was like, what am I doing? So I was like, you know, I I started to, I feel like I was late in my mind to think about it as it's a business. It's a business, absolutely, it's a business. So what I did was I had four pairs of that, four pairs of that, four pairs of that. I wound up taking two, two, and two. Brought him right to Fight Club. A couple thousand dollars later, I was like, "Yeah, we're going back to Bahamas. <laughs> why not? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like why? Why not let your collection or your habit pay you back? You know? Mm-hmm. Did you collect anything else? Are you mean after that? No, over no, the I mean, years. Like, over the years, like, I'm, I'm a hoarder. I'm a hoarder. Like I can't put the car in the garage because I got so much. I got so much shit. I mean, I still have vinyl records. Newspaper. <laughs> I got newspapers when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. You gotta say to that when, To when you know, I got newspapers. Uh, uh you know, articles. Uh, um. That when when I when I got a it's funny because this is uh, I feel like I did a, a spider even though he did it later Christopher Moltisanti mm-hmm. from Sopranos yeah. when his name was in the newspaper he wound up fucking getting every single newspaper yeah mm-hmm. and um, there's this thing in Brooklyn I don't know if they have it, it's called police blotter oh yeah yeah. And, yeah so you know I had to get, there was a, like we got arrested for something and 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 I thought it was pretty cool that my name was in there <laughs> <laughs> that they were like you know suspect you know Peter blah blah, blah yeah, you know yeah. was caught you know on top of a roof you know like and I was with like with my newspaper <laughs> no 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 you know it's just it was it was some it was some arrest and I was like oh okay it was like you know they they made it like it was a uh, like a little uh, right, they made like, it like, like it was a big you deal you were a kingpin right. well not a kingpin but you know. <laughs> But yeah, so so. Um, Sorry, a prince pin. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, it, it it was times like that where I feel like, uh, you know, where I was probably just, 
Just 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 searching too hard, you yeah. know what I mean? Searching too hard. When uh did you get your driver's license on the first time? Uh first try. I took my mother's car. Um I stole her car. Okay. Uh <laughs> when I was 16 and went and got my permit in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> I drove it over the bridge, yeah. <laughs> and and uh and you got it. And she called me. She's like, "Where the fuck are you?" <laughs> and I let me tell you something. I used to steal my mother's car all the time when I had no license. Mm. All the time. And uh, the, keys the and biggest just... problem was by getting it back in the same spot. <laughs> like a fucking retard, I didn't think. So then when I started thinking, I'll never forget the time I didn't think, she had a spot right in front of the house. How the fuck is you going to, next day, when she goes out, it's down the block, right. you know? Right. While she's in like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> right. It's so like rearranging the furniture for Helen Keller. And... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So next, it's like, it would be a mess. Yeah, yeah. So she turned... <laughs> so, my, so my mother... Um, so my, I, I, t- I took her keys, I took the car, I went out with my friends and went for a joy ride. Mind you, I'm only 16 years old, I don't have a license or anything. <laughs> mm. So I take it, we're driving around, and I fucking say, oh shit, I forgot to put like a garbage pail or anything in front of the fucking spot. Reserve the spot, yeah. I come back, there's a spot, but it's very small. So I was not looking to take the L on that one. I called up all my friends, <laughs> and they picked up the front of the car and the side of the car. I swear to God, and they put it in the spot because I couldn't parallel park it. So they, so I pulled right up to it, and they picked it up. I, and I had some big friends at the time, and there were like six kids in the front, six kids in the back, and put the fucking car right. <laughs> this in the is spot. like a Happy Days episode. Yeah. Does your mother know now? Well, and that guy in the morning, those like the person in the front left. So it just you know what oh, I mean, yeah, like yeah. it just it escaped. But yeah, she knew they could. She what do you mean? She when I went to go get my permit, she called me. She's like, you don't even have a permit. I said, yeah, now I do. <laughs> Wait, how did she call you? Oh, uh, I, I had a cell phone. Yeah. When was this? Yeah, this was uh, ninety. Ninety. Yeah, one of those brick phones. Ninety two, ninety three. Yeah. So was it like a car phone? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you. <laughs> I was hustling. Yeah. <laughs> So so you got your car. Did you have your own? When, when did you get your own car? My own car I got when I was uh, 18. Okay. I got a Lincoln Mark 7. Big what car. A, yeah. yeah. A, yeah uh, only time I ever had a two-door, and I'll never have it again because it's like you got to fucking open it up for somebody. You got to get in. You got to, you know, you got to yeah. get yeah. out. It's too much, too, too much headache, you know? Where were you driving? Uh, Man, all around. I had met a girl in Staten Island. Um. It's funny because I uh, I met this girl in Staten Island through a program I was at. Mm-hmm. So just to rewind back real quick, when I was 17, I wound up getting uh, mandated to a group home. I got arrested for for, uh, for um, selling those uh, nickel bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so at that time, it was very easy for you just to say, hey, uh, I'm an addict. And they're like, okay, no jail. You go to a program. So I went to this program in Staten Island. And uh, it was a residential program, and I had to do 15 months in there, and uh, it was crazy. So, so, so I, I remember seeing like I, I was 17 years old. I remember seeing like kids coming 14 years old on heroin. Like Staten Island was. Let me tell you something. Staten Island doesn't get enough credit as being as thorough and crazy as it is. Uh, there's a lot of spots that are really, really popping, man. Like uh, you know, at that time, it was, I think like Stapleton, Park Hill. Uh, I'm not sure if it was either West Brighton or New Brighton. One of them. Um, you know, Mariners Harbor, Port Richmond. Like, there's a lot of spots that were super, super thorough. So I'll never forget this one time. There was this Haitian kid. His name, I think I forgot. I think his name was James Julian. And uh, so at that time, I already had time in. So uh, when you get approved for a weekend pass, you got to go home with this person. So I was like, fuck. So he lived in Park Hill. So I was like, fuck, here I am, this fucking, you know, Italian kid, skinny fucking, you know. I was, I, I, I was like, what the fuck am I? Let me tell you something. Went home, 
he was part of the crew, like the I forgot what they exactly called, but where Wu was, where Ray was, mm-hmm. I'd seen Ray, RZA, uh, Ghostface, all of them. I'd seen all of them because he was right in the the. I forgot. I think it's like one six one or one six something. They used to, you know, it, it it was. They all had jackets at the time, like varsity jackets. Yeah. But uh, I'll never forget. Like uh, he he went over to them. It could have been Ghostface or or, or RZA smoking a uh, uh, weed. And uh, I'm, I'm supposed to like be watching him, right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he he looked at me. I looked at him. I'm like, yo, do whatever the fuck <laughs> you want. I'm not fucking, you know, getting involved in this shit. But yeah, you know. But I stayed in Staten Island, and that's where I met the girl. And then that's when I got the car. Well, what did your what did what did your parents think when you got that that charge? And then, um, and then you were like, well, I'm an addict. Did they think you were? Well, well, I did smoke, but uh, you know. I mean, I guess none of us consider ourselves addict until it gets really crazy. Right. You know, I felt like I had addictive personality. Um, you know, like like there was a lot of times like I feel like I feel like I'm a prime example of not judging a kid by his parents because mm-hmm. my parents are good people and uh, they raised me right. It's just that like I always look at like I never looked up to my father until later on. I always looked at him like you know like the Bronx Tale movie. You know, mm-hmm. like like working man's a sucker. You know, like I used to, I, I had problems in the neighborhood. I used to tell my father, he'd be like, oh, well, well, we'll take, care, take care of the situation and we'll see if we could get something out of it. And, you know, I, I wasn't what I was looking for. I wanted the guy who was like, well, fucking break his head, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I, you know, so I didn't look up to my father at that time until I got older and the respect really, you know, like De Niro said, like the working man is, 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 is a tough guy. Mm-hmm. You know, let somebody put their pants on every morning, wake up every morning and uh, provide for their family. That, you know, and were you able to express that to him? Uh, you know, it took a long time. It took a long time. You know, uh, I'll never forget, you know, I, I was high one time on acid and, and weed um, and they had me in the cell. This is when I felt like a real degenerate piece of shit at that time. Like, they had me in the, the holding cell and the police and my father came in and I couldn't. I, I looked at. I didn't even know he was there. He just looked like like Pac Man, you know, at the time. And he's like, "Take a look at yourself." And I was like, "I can't even see you. How the <laughs> fuck you want me to look at myself?" And but at that point, some I did realize. But what what one thing that was dope was me and my father always had like a shaky relationship, due to the fact that he worked all the time. Mm-hmm. It was not, it wasn't that I didn't have a father. He just wasn't there because he worked all the time. So it's weird. It's like kind of like you look at somebody. As like you know, having to provide for their family, but not being able to be there, and then you get that resentment, right? You know, it's it's like being a. Now I'm a parent, I understand, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, he uh, in in the group uh, in the residential program that I was in, in the group home, there was a time where you get to uh, you know, pour your invite your family. We were in a long group, and mm-hmm. everybody would go over uh, things that bothered them with their family. And uh, I tell you, that was one time where I saw like blood kids and and and, and different like you know gang members like crying about like you know their uncles not you know uh, beating them or beating their mother or witnessing you know the father make their mother go strip you know uh, like well, just just some really fucked up shit that really uh, you know stuck with me and you know I spoke about my father and and and, and uh, weirdly anyway short, to make a long story short they give you a quarter. When you come downstairs, you give a little speech and you give that quarter to the you know person. I chose my father. I never forget. He got up. He was bawling, crying, bawling, crying. He was like, you know, he was, he was, uh, you know. I told him, I said, look, I made mistakes, and you know, you made mistakes, you know, because you know, I says, but uh, you know, let's, let's work on you know the future. So, mm-hmm. and we have a great relationship today, you know. So yeah, that's great to hear. Did you graduate high school? Oh no, I got a GED. Okay. Good, good enough diploma. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I was a retard. You know, when I look back, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I appreciate a lot of things that I that that happened to me in life, you know, uh, even the failures because it made me, you know, who, who I am today. Too. But um, I did a lot of things 
I wish I wish I would have did a lot of things different. For instance, the whole eleventh grade, I hung outside. Like I should have just went somewhere else. Why go to school? Right. You know right. what I'm trying to say? I hung outside the school the whole eleventh grade. You're just asking them to find you. <laughs> yeah, it was like everybody was there. There yeah. was girls. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I would go home once in a while. You know, have sleep with this girl. Yeah. Go to you know eat here. I was living like that. I'm gonna do whatever I want in life. And uh, you know, did you look so cool hanging out outside? Yeah, of school, it was though? cool. Yeah, it's funny because I tell my daughter too. It's like you know, like my daughter said something to me the other day, and I had to put her in a fucking place because I told her. She says, "I rather cry in a Benz than, 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 than." I forgot how she said it. Like something like where she rather cry in a Benz than cry on on uh, something something to the fact of where like she would think that money would or, or, or is she or a prize, rapper <laughs> or a pri- no no she should be but like a prized <laughs> possession would make everything okay and I said I, I I said I know people tons of people with money that are lonely and miserable right. so you know you don't always think like that you know so after high school. Um, after you come back from Staten Island, well, here I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give yeah. you a tale. It's funny I never ever even spoke about this, but uh, you know, um, when I was in that residential program, um, I wanted to, um, I wanted to become. I was actually um, my about eight month in there, I became a, like a, a junior counselor, and I uh, started helping kids. And and there was a lot of, uh, there was a lot of people that you know were in there that that related to me, you know, and and they would really just you know hold on a second. You know, and there was a lot of people that related to me then. And it's crazy because, you know, think about it, a lot of counselors were like older. So a lot of these younger kids didn't want to really open up to them. So I started helping these younger kids out. And, uh, the, you know, before I graduated from there, they offered me a job. But it was like, you know, this is sad too because counselors don't make a lot of money. I think it was like $17,000. But at the time, um, I used to go to uh, check my father in the city, and I met these Japanese guys, and I was helping them out that work, you know, that were bosses of my father, and I was helping them out because their kids were always looking to find like you know brand stuff like a Visu, you know, and Red Monkey and all this stuff, and I knew where everything was in the city, and so I would bring them around. So uh, they offered me a job for double that. The Japanese you know, guys, yeah, the Japanese guys, and my father's not my father's job, like the assistant parent, mm-hmm. right? To be like you know, like like I worked like just did like data stuff, and you know, but but they also made me take out people that were in town and but they offered me double so i went for the money i was young and you know and and it, it sometimes i think back like it bothers me a little but i feel like i've done enough to uh be there for a lot of people help people uh over the years you know um but you know it's like i was going to go for my um counselor uh you know i was going to go to college and go get the uh, i feel what's called like a maybe a asa or whatever like substance abuse counselor mm-hmm. type you know certification degree but um yeah, they don't make a lot of money. A lot of those people just work from the heart. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and at that point, what is your relationship with the shoe community, and and how do you turn that into something where you're selling shoes? Uh, where well, does that come later? It comes way later. You know, I mean, I think I just continued to collect. I've always, you know, there was a lot of sneakers that came after that. You know, at that time, you know, Griffies came out. Mm-hmm. You know, Pippins came out. Up, up, up Tempos came out. And, you know, all these, you know, like I said, all the different color Air Forces came out. And as somebody who's hustling, you know, I mean, obviously we all wear sneakers. But somebody who's hustling, you know, you wanted all the flavors. 
And uh, that went on for many, many years. And, you know, so that's why I always tell people when people say, how did you uh, get into the sneaker culture? I was like, oh, there's no fucking form that I signed and waited to get approval. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I've, I always said I'm of the sneaker culture. I'm not, you know, it's not like I, how did I get in? Right. I'm, I'm of it, you know. And I think it just became a community of people just being more outspoken. Um, and, you know, getting together and standing uh, in line for hours and days. <laughs> yeah, and I never did that. You know, thank God. I, because, right. You know, I, I was lucky to have a lot of friends and stuff like that. But even like when yeah, you losers standing in line, <laughs> get some friends. Well, if you think about it, you know, uh, my friend Mayor breaks it down. He says, if you stay in line for two days and you do the hours and the time, you know, you basically, you know, stay in line for eight bucks an hour or something because if you buy the shoe for 200 say yourself for 800 you do the math if you're there for 48 hours mm. you know you do the math so, mm -hmm. you know it really doesn't make no sense but, but you, know. you want to know what eight dollars is a good job <laughs> mm, mm. Keep, so keep on telling them that you're <laughs> i'm just here to you know encourage the youth that's right so well, at what point do you move out and and uh, and get your own place? Yes, right after when I came home um, from Staten Island, you know, I wound up get, staying in Brooklyn and getting my own place, um, and just really, you know, from that job that I had gotten, really just trying to find myself. You know, um, it was a, it was it was a tough transition time because I was in between um, wanting to hustle and make regular money. That was like one of the first times I ever made, besides working the paper route, mm -hmm. made good money, uh, legit. You know, so. Mm -hmm. So that was a special moment in my time, and you know, I, I got my own place, and you know, just just young, trying to live it up, you know. So. And when did you uh, have your daughter? Uh, I had my daughter um, in two thousand. Okay. Yeah, at the end of uh, my my Wall Street career, yeah. at the end of my you know financial career, you know, I went up later on. I went up to trading commodities. I wanted to do risk management, so I went went up to do real well. You know, I wear a suit and tie every day. You went straight. Uh, yeah, I went straight. I went straight. And, uh, you know, it was tough. And, you know, even, like, growing up in a neighborhood, I grew up in, like, I wasn't making a lot of money. But, like, to everybody home, you know, especially those fucking gangster wannabe gangsters. Like, yeah. I used to come home in a suit. They're like, yeah, that fucking kid, Pete, you got a tip in the fucking market? I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? What's tip? Yeah, 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 you know, you work in a stock market. You're making big fucking money over there. No, nobody's making big money. You know, people think. You know, they hear things. They well, see isn't things. Isn't it also, like, the same thing where it's, like, you are working in the city, which is like a big thing. Yeah. Like like that's that's even like yeah, you, you come know. you come home on a train, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you wear like, you know, nice clothes or whatever. It's just like, "Oh, well, excuse me, Pete," you right. know, that sort of thing. Yeah, and I think sneakers have a lot to do with a lot of people in suit and ties and those type of kids are the people who couldn't afford it when they were young. So when they get older, and then they work a city job where they have a suit and tie all day so they can't wait until the off time yeah. to rock kicks. Mm -hmm. You know, it happens a lot. You know who buys a lot of kicks too? Military people. All the time. When I was in retail, they always buy kicks. You know, they always, always. They don't know what to do with their money. So know? by the year 2000, did you think you were ready to have a uh, kid? I'm, 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 I, met, uh, I met this girl, you know. Um, you, know she, she, you know, I didn't expect to. But you know, I'm going to tell you what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, um, she had a kid. And I don't know why. Maybe it was the, uh, you know, the manly in me. But I was like... I I want one too, mm -hmm. you know. Like 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 I was like, because because you know it was tough too dealing with that transition. That's why I, I give a lot of advice to people today that I get with people who have kids because you know she would be on the phone with this guy and I'm like, what are they talking about? Why are they on the phone? You know, you, it's hard not to be jealous. Mm -hmm. uh, you know the guy's gonna come and pick up his kid. You know you have to learn how to be you know uh, 
friendly or not, you know, and, and so that was a tough transition, but I felt like I wanted a kid and, you know, uh, we meshed well, uh, unfortunately we didn't work out, but you know, uh, I had a daughter, which, which ultimately wound up changing my life because after I stopped working in the city, which, uh, which was, was after probably, I would say nine eleven. Mm-hmm. um, after I had her, I went back to hustling while I had her, which is the stupidest thing, but I just wanted to make some quick money and I wanted to do some things, and I wound up getting caught. And that was a second charge against me. So they wind up saying, hey, now you, you ain't going to no program. You're going to go uh, and eat apple crisp upstate, you know. And what kind of conversation was that like with the with your daughter's mother? Um, it was kind of like, hey, you know. Um, Did she know what you were up to? No, she never knew, you know. I mean, but but th- that's the funny thing about girls, man. It's like. They love a know, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. What I mean is, like, she loved all the extra things that was going on, but never asked. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, in Goodfellas, like, Henry, yeah. what do you do? Yeah. No, you, what the fuck do you think he did? You know, you think he was a construction worker? Yeah. He's walking in back at a fucking restaurant. You right. know, he's, and then, you know, when the helicopters start coming in, it's like, oh. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you know, so, so, but yeah, so it was tough, you know, and, 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 you know, I wound up, uh, you know, it, it was it was a tough time, man, to go away. Uh, but but here's the thing: a lot of people have kids. Yeah, they're out here selling drugs, going crazy. They have you know they they don't people don't think, man. You know, and I'm not I'm not being a preacher. I'm just saying, um, people like yo, I gotta do what I gotta do to survive. Not realizing that when you go away, you take your kids with you, you take your parents with you. You know, right. you take like these people got to worry about you. You know, your kid is not there. Like I went back and spoken to uh, uh, kids in jail all the time, and I was like, you know, how, I, it's funny. I said, but yo, how many of you guys have a diploma or a GED? Very few people were raised. I'm talking about a, a crowd of two, three thousand people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how many of y'all have kids? Almost everybody raised their hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, but oh, you know, your kids right now. It's a summer day. At this time, it was the summer. I was like, it's a summer day. The ice cream truck is coming around. You know, and 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 you know, are you there for them? You know, think about it. Like, even like we had uh, one time we sat with Little Boozy, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, when I was away, my kids had everything. And I was like, yeah, but they didn't have you. You, right. right exactly. so. And so how long were you looking at when you were? Uh, three to six. Three, three to six. six. Yeah, three to six years. I wound up doing three years. Well, so. and, and how, do you, how do you look at that? Do you look at it as three or do you look at it as six? Well, I wind up doing my, my uh, the minimum. I could have done less, but uh, unfortunately, you know, I didn't get along and. uh you know, I, it took me a while to adjust, and mm-hmm. that hurt me. Uh, kind of like my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I finally at a late age, I think I found myself. But um, you know, um, I I was trying to get off. To be honest with you, I you know I hired a Jewish lawyer. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to happen. You know, Italian said you hired the Jewish lawyer. I said okay, but he was honest. He was good. He got me off before, so he he was very honest with me, and he told me like, look, you know, uh, they're not going to budge. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I never forget the lady who told me like. A lady judge. He said, "If you come back in front of me one more time, I'm going to give you football numbers." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because <laughs> to be honest, with you, I was always just sometimes I knew what I was doing, but I don't think you're ready for what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and your life is going to change. So, 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 did you think like, all right, if I just get through these three years, I'll be good, or, or did you think like, there's a very real possibility I'll be here for? The no, I, I, I was worried because I wound up doing a year of that uh, in the box, mm-hmm. which, uh, which was. Honestly, sometimes uh, you know, very detrimental to to. I don't know, like you know, they there's a whole prison strike going on right now, and there's like 
you know, for, for just for the, the food or how bad it is. And, you know, it's like food poisoning. And, you know, and I know people may say, oh, well, you're in jail. What do you expect? You know, uh, you know, uh, a French toast, you know, but no, but, you know, but th- just the standards of the food there are, are you know, are, are killing people, you know. Right. And, and uh, so, but anyway, uh, I don't want to lose what the fuck you just said. You asked me a question. I, I was just wondering if, if you thought, like, oh, if the I minimum thought I'd be or there. the yeah, No, no, I, I knew that I was never going back. And that's how I felt because uh, it was such a shock. Uh, I became very emotional in that box. Um, I always tell people this, like, yo, in that box, I jerked off like fucking 32,000 times because I had to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't know what to do. I read every book, um, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, you wouldn't be able to shower. The, the way they treat you there was crazy. And I know, again, I, I don't want people to think like, oh, you're in jail. What did you expect? A robe right. and slippers? No. But, uh, you know, I used to hear people get beat up like from the guards, like, like f- for 30 minutes of this clip every night, you know? Um, Were you in one jail the entire time? No, I was all over the place. I was all over the place. And 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 let me tell you something. When I was in that box, I'll never forget my uh, my my daughter sent me a letter, and my niece sent me a letter. I got it the same day, and it was uh, about a two page way to re- you know reading uh, you know I mean um, saying how much uh, that uh, you know they love me and 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 how much uh, they miss me and how much they look up to me. And I said, what the fuck? Yo, I started crying like a fucking baby. And I was like. What am I, you know, what am I doing? You know, like, like who? who You're jerking off 32,000 yeah, times. Yeah, 32,000. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> yeah. tell them that. No, 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 of course <laughs> not. No. But I'm just saying, like, what are you doing? That's yeah, let you, me tell you something. I jerked off so much, there was a fucking, it was like it was pie crust in the corner, you know? <laughs> that's where you, that's where we'd go? Yeah, it looked like that, you know? Like <laughs> you, you had, had a toilet You in know your the room. glaze before they put on the donuts? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, okay. like, it's a visual I'm not trying to. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but, but. I was like, yo, I'm coming home and I'm staying home because I'm I'm never coming back. Like, yeah, I didn't. I felt that, uh, you know, I was done. You know. So. How do you How do you keep track of time? Uh, you know, I tried to do that in the beginning, and uh, I found out that wasn't the way to move. So, um, what I would do is read books. Um, you know, I would, uh, I would, you know, I, I would really sleep when I could, and uh, you know, just just try to continue. You know. There's very few people I could really communicate because you can't trust people, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but I would just really focus, and you have no, or nothing but time to reflect. And I felt like I took that time to reflect, and uh, you know, and, and and really just plot for when I come home, you know, for everything I'm doing now and everything that I've been able to do over the years. And and I always tell people it's not about coming home; it's about staying home. I went everybody I came home with, um, you know, in New York sense, like that lived in the boroughs. They all went back. You know, so I've been home, uh, you know, 12, 13, 12 years, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, I made a vow. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to give him my time. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, are there any movies that you feel accurately depict or jail? television shows? Yeah. Any of that? Uh, fuck. Um, that's a good, that's another good question, man. Um, Thank you. <laughs> that's two, that's two for, yeah. for those that account. Yeah, you want to know what, but there's also a lot of negatives in my uh, column, so. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, federal-wise, you know, um, I, I think Goodfellas uh, uh, overdid it, you know, but at that time, you know. You were not uh, I was in the cutting, yeah. you were not cutting, cutting garlic, garlic with, with a <laughs> razor blade, <laughs> no. But we were using the the the, the can top to uh, cut, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you can use the back of a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we cut. didn't. We didn't yeah. Use, yeah, well, that's people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, no, no, it was um, I don't know, I don't know what movie I would say, but 
It's a, it's a good question. And Get Hard featuring um, <laughs> Will, Ferrell Will Ferrell and, and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Not that. That movie was funny, though. Well, I mean, you did Get Hard. Anyway. Right. Yeah. So you, uh, you're moved around to different, to different prisons. Um, you're not trusting of anyone. You get letters from your from your your daughter and your niece. Um, how do you stay aware of what's going on on the outside? Um, just phone calls, you know, um, and just speaking to people. But I think that you know, reading books and uh, you know, speaking to like family members kept me uh, uh, kept me uh, motivated and, and and focused. Because to be honest with you. A lot of people come home. They're so outdated, mm-hmm. you know. Like when, when I came home with some of those kids. Like when I went up to, uh, uh, I don't remember when, when did Chingy come out. Right there. Do you remember? Chingy, yeah. uh, two thousand four, maybe. Is that right? Uh, I think it was, yeah, maybe it was earlier. Like, yeah, maybe two thousand four, two thousand five. Somewhere. Double there. check right now. Yeah. Oh six. Is that that late? Chingy. But anyway, like I never forget when I, you know, like. When I when I came home and I was went to go visit somebody else, they were this was way later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is way later, and they were still singing it. They were still like people were uh, are not not saying everybody at that time. I feel like people weren't fully, you know. Um, when I went up state, I was like, what the fuck are these people talking about? You know, like what they thought was hot or what songs they were talking about were years years later. You know, at that time, mm-hmm. you know, I felt you know. Did you get visits from family members? All the time, man. Let me tell you something. Because uh, there are some people who yeah, don't want their family. But, and there's people. some people who don't get visits. Right. Right. You know, and, and that really made me sad, man. I mean, I know a kid that, uh, you know, uh, never got a visit while I was there. I was there like 10 plus years. And, um, you know, I remember one time he uh, was about to get a visit. And I think his, his, his grandmother was going to visit. You know, he shaved. And, I don't, you know, it's sad. You know, I know, you know. I mean, people look at criminals, you know, or, or people who've done stuff. But there's a lot of there's a lot of talented people in jail, you know. Right. Uh, I, I used to make fun and say that the arts and crafts should be in jail. But there's kids that uh, sculpture soaps, you know, that do uh, uh, handkerchief drawings. Like, like there's a lot of, you know. But um, we anyway, ran, we yeah. ran, well, real quick, we ran into uh, a friend of ours on the subway the other day who actually is working with some inmates uh, on Rikers Island and mm-hmm. said that they now have. Um, some type of music studio there for people to work, you know. Well, are they going to make a podcast? Out there. I don't know if they're going to make a podcast. The Rikers Island podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they were like, hey, welcome back. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, shit. Stab him. Stab that right. motherfucker. Sounds like Case Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you did get visits from your family. Oh, let me tell you some all the time, man. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful my family. And some of these rides were like 10 hours away each way. Really? At the time, my grandmother was like 80. She's 95 now, but she was like 80-something. And she was coming 10 hours each way. Holy cow. On a bus, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, so, you know. Like, so, what was it like the day you got out? Uh, man, I'll never forget it. My father picked me up. He rented a minivan. Where he were you? He drove up there. I was in uh, 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 Brockton, New York. What is a broccoli? <laughs> I don't know. Rolling up my broccoli. <laughs> um, it was um, it was it, it was by Lake Erie. Wow, it was fucking far. Yeah. but I'll never forget. Wait, is that where the in- that's not where the inmates uh, escaped from and they like did that whole manhunt? I have no idea what you're talking about. I wouldn't. I don't get involved in that. <laughs> um, but actually, uh, to your point, when I went into that jail, they made me give them a sock. They said, "Take off one sock and give it to me," and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I didn't realize to not they put leave. it in a bag. Oh. And keep in mind, your sock, while you have it on, you're kind of sweating in it, right? Yeah. So it has a scent. Oh. And oh. They, so if you ever the, escape, yeah. they give it to the, the dogs. dogs. 
Wow. It's the dog will smell it. And then come after that ass, you know? How come uh, DJ Khaled didn't put that in his major keys book? No, no, that is a major key. <laughs> that is major key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so when I gave, I gave, I had to give them my fucking sock. And I was about to give him like a Donnie Brasco thing. I'm not did, taking off my shoes. You did, know? They, did they give you your sock back when you... I No, I don't even know where my sock is right now. Mm, they if owe you. If you have a uh, premium Pete sock, please leave, uh, a, comment. leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> so your dad came to pick you up. Yeah, so my dad comes and picks me up. We we're in the parking lot. I'll never forget. It was my ex-wife, who you know, uh, who was mm-hmm. still my wife at the time. Uh, my daughter, um, my sister, um, my mother... And my father. Nice day out, or uh, what? Weather-wise, like yeah, beautiful. Oh, good. So I walk out. I walk out the front door after a lot of hassle by them. You know, they're like, oh, we'll see you back." And I was like, "No, honey, no, you won't see me back." And and I walk out the front door, and I am and, 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 and my daughter comes running, my mother comes running, they're hugging me, and and and, and t- tears came to my eye. It was really upsetting, and I was like, you know, um, and all of a sudden we get in the car, and and my father is looking at a map. Of how to get back on the highway. And I said, I literally turned to him and said, Dad, do me a favor. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? You know, he literally, he ripped out because I, I, I told him so, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, aggressively. <laughs> because he's like sitting in the, you know, in, in the parking lot <laughs> looking at this fucking map. How the fuck do we get back? I don't care where you go. Just get the fuck out of here. Well, I had this feeling like they were going to come back outside and be like, yeah, come back in. You know, after doing three years, I was like, I, I didn't want to be bothered. And you know, I'll tell you a tale I never told anyone. It was a minivan, so it was three rows. So I made my wife stay in the back uh, seat, and me and her. And then it was my sister, my daughter, my mother, and my father, and the second, and the obviously, driver and passenger row. Right. So I went, uh, and then I went to uh, play with my penis the whole way home. <laughs> yeah. The whole way home? Yeah. You About up, halfway. Making up, <laughs> yeah. making up for lost time. 32,000 times in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I had to. I was like, I just put a hand on there, you know? and I was like, ah, uh, someone else's hand, you know. So, so we <laughs> what a dab of ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so you get home, and uh, at that point, where is your head at for what you're going to do business wise? Well, here's the thing. Um, I got home. I, I went away for selling drugs. Right. Uh, possession intent to sell but they didn't want me they wanted uh, the big guy mm-hmm. I wouldn't you know give him it like they, I remember when I got questioned they were saying like hey listen well and, and it's funny like this is funny how cops are they're like we possibly could probably give you off like a month or two if you could give us who the person is like, a month? what kind of yeah. fucking bargain is this <laughs> this is me exactly talking to yeah. him so I said I do know somebody that makes a real good fried chicken in, in Minneapolis if you want that. <laughs> and they're like, they, as soon as they heard that, they're like, all right, get the fuck out of here. Because I, they knew I was playing around with them. But uh, they wanted they wanted the guys I was around. Do you want to name them on this podcast? No. No, 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 no. no, no. Um, and, the point? And, uh, Jeff, you're a terrible uh, interrogator. No, no, no. But, but, <laughs> but talking to the police. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they wanted them, and I kept my mouth shut. So when I came home, it's funny because I kept my mouth shut. This kid didn't even take care of me. Didn't put no money in my commissary. Didn't come visit me. Really? Yeah. And it's so. This is what I love about the community I grew up in. Uh, when people found that out, they stepped up to the plate. Hmm. So I had other people from the neighborhood I knew of, big people, small people, people I would never even imagine mm-hmm. were putting money in my commissary. Mm-hmm. And when I came home, I swear to God, it was like uh, you know I would I would get a phone call. Like you know, they, I, I uh, well, as soon as I got home, one of my friends bought, bought me a cell phone. 
uh, turn it on, and and when I would, if people were asking for me, I would go see them. Uh, give me five hundred dollars. Give me five hundred dollars. Give me. I, before I know it, I had about ten thousand dollars. Who would give me thousand, two thousand? Here, get it back on your feet, just for not riding, just yeah. for keeping my mouth shut. Even though they weren't affiliated with this kid, yeah. yeah. But they felt that was a stand-up thing to do, mm-hmm. and uh, they were like, "Here's a kid who's a stand-up kid. He goes away. The person doesn't even take care of him. That's how you, uh, uh, you know. I guess that's how you fucking create rats. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, so you know. And again, I'm not saying these are the right things to do. I'm just saying this is what I was doing. No, of course. Time. And you get back on your feet. Yeah, I get back on my feet, and 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 I had a friend that uh, wanted to, to open up a sneaker store. And uh, so I would, you know, get into, you know, doing sneakers. And I was like, yeah, that's right up my alley, obviously, you know. Uh, and uh, so I wound up being downtown Brooklyn for about like a year. And then we went to uh, Spring Street mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, was there for a couple of years. And, 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 and you know, that's when I feel like uh, the culture was already thriving. Yeah. Right. And um, I was able to just get right back in. Um, you know, I still had pairs that I've collected over the years. Uh, I was very knowledgeable on the product, and uh, when we moved to the city and and we're in Spring Street, I went up. I mean, I dealt with everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. I dealt with Drake. You know, when he just came out for for a long time, him, Nico, Oliver. Um, well, how do you get to be the guy? Uh, I would say at that time I was one of the guys, but uh, how I get to be the guy is just by, for instance. So I was friends with Tiana Taylor, mm-hmm. and um, when she she um, her mother, I was cool with her mother, Nikki. And um, we, um, she um, introduced me to Drake. That's how. Mm-hmm. It's always the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I will say that. And it's funny. She came up to me and she's like, yo, you, you know, got this guy's meds. He spits real well. You know the name Drake? Nah, I never heard of him. Like, it's funny. Like, I remember dealing with him the first time. I was like, so what do you do? He's like, yeah, kind of rap. And I was like, it's funny when I look back at, like, what he is now. Like, you know, he should have fucking smacked me with his credit card, you know? <laughs> now he has his own Jordan. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, it's funny. I told him that actually uh, uh, moving forward. Uh, Bun had this uh, uh, So Bun and Drake Does this H-A-W This is Houston yeah, Appreciation Week yeah. And they did a Bun B tribute So yeah. Drake flew down All like Bun's Like friends. close friends yeah. And, and he, he They went up finding Drake's uh, 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 Not Drake Bun's a uh, High school teacher That's crazy uh, Yeah yeah like, like yeah I was I was like in this Like uh, company car He with, did like, like this Like this is your life To Bun Something like that, yeah. He, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he brought out Hannibal Boris. He mm-hmm. brought out uh, uh, you, Jeff Sledge. Yeah, um, me, uh, 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 Roberta Magrini, who's mm-hmm. his publicist. Yep, uh, a bunch of other people. And it's funny, I just actually had my son the day before, and they gave me the call, and they were like, "Hey, listen, Drake wants to bring you out here, and uh, you know, we know that you just had a kid." And I was like, "Hold on one second. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I could go. You know, I could go. You know, so so so. Uh, you know, um, when I went there, I haven't seen him in a couple of years, and I was like, you know, it, it, it. I was like, bro, like we hugged each other, and I was like, it's amazing to honestly to see where you you've become. I showed him emails that I had of him, you know, phone numbers that are, don't even exist no more. You know, like like, and uh, we're talking, you know, about that how, you know, he used to bother me for joy. Like, he used to call me like. Multiple like Christmas Eve, you know, I need the Space Jams. This is I need this, I need that, and um, to have your own Jordan now, you know, and to see where he is, like that kid. Like the thing I don't think people really understand about him, like is, and I guess he'll get he'll he'll get uh, made fun of because of it. But from what I've seen of him, he's like a 
Like, he crosses his T's, he dots his I's. Like, he was in that fucking place making sure everything was trim and proper. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure, like, that the, the handkerchiefs he wanted a certain way for Bun before he came in. Like, he made sure everything was okay. He just didn't pay. And, like, yeah, take care of put on my fucking bill. Yeah. And this kid was there making sure everything was correct. You know, making sure going around. And That's really like decent. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was a nice night. You know, like, uh, they had, like, a humongous uh, uh, wall with Pimp C, Bun, and Drake. Mm-hmm. And it was like a humongous coloring wall, so people would go and color in the the you it's know characters. Really, really special. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. Shea Serrano do that? The mayor came. Shea, I don't know if Shea did it. Shout out to Shea. He did Shout a rap coloring book with yeah. Bun, and he's he's a nut job on Twitter. So, <laughs> so you have this brick and mortar. Yeah, shop. so we had this brick and mortar. I, I I dealt with so many customers. J O Electronica man came in. Uh, you know, I, I'm friends with uh, Frank uh, FWMJ, yeah, 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 right? yeah, and yeah. and and so he brought him by. Uh, dude came in with fucking slides on, with no socks, fucking ashy feet. I was like, dude, we're gonna get you in a fucking pair of sneakers. Well, and socks. Well, yeah, socks too. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. we did get him in socks. Yeah, we didn't put him in. I wouldn't have done that. That was like some European shit. Um, <laughs> he's, but, uh, he's basically European now. He's, but but yeah yeah no yeah I know right. Yeah. But uh, that's something he never forgets, too. You know, um, really wanting him. You know, he seemed like he wasn't in the greatest place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and, and Frank, me and Frank had a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, me and him hit it off. Like, even like, like Jay, I seen Jay uh, um, where we reconnected. You know, that's one thing I, I guess to say. Like, I built a lot of great relationships with people just be just because of being, be, just having a, 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 a good heart. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, for um, sure. I seen. Uh, I haven't seen Jay in years, uh, you know, um, and um, A3C, uh, they were doing like a Pimp C tribute, and we were backstage, and, you know, um, it was like me and, and Bumby and uh, uh, Rhapsody and Gip uh, from Goody Mob, yep. and um, and Jay was trying to, I hear somebody say, yo, is that Premium Pete? And I can't even see, and he's like, and then he asks his bun, and bun's like, yeah, and he's like, <laughs> came over, gave me a big hug, and was telling bun how I looked out for him, when he's like, yo, give me like such a hug, and then he came to A3C the next Day and we have videos out there, on, you know, on on the net where we're playing, playing around because he does like a little like, you know, he's he's a horse plays with you know people, but I, you know, it was it's good to see, you know, I try to get him on the Combat Jack show because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I felt like I had the greatest link to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, he don't you don't want you don't want people asking him questions. Right? How dare you ask him where the album is? How <laughs> yeah. dare you? But yeah, so just building relationships, man. Uh, Peter Gation, uh, his kid wants to bro. Michael Douglas, uh, Christian Slater, uh, all these people became like, like you know what? I, you know what was one of the weirdest things about fuck sneakers? Forget about sneakers for a second. Just building relationships with people. I'll never forget. I I met Michael Douglas, grumpy motherfucker, <laughs> and he was like, yeah, what are these? What the dunks? They were SBs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, they're a thousand dollars, thousand dollars. He's like, I guess his his grandson or his or or his I don't know his godson or whatever it is, but think about it. When does this ever happen? So Michael Michael uh, Douglas says, take my number down because yeah. I didn't have him in his size. I said I could get it for him. Yeah. yeah, take my number down because you become of importance. You know what I mean? Like I never like everyone I've dealt with that started to happen. And I was like, oh shit, like this is real. And, you know, and then I made it more than just sneakers. Yeah. Holidays would come, you know, Merry Christmas, you yeah. know, and you know, and and form relationships. Scarface, you know, uh, I have a gr- I have great Houston. Like I'm a, it's weird. I'm I'm a Brooklyn kid with with great Houston. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of love for me down yeah. there. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so you know, it's 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 just dealing with a lot of people on, on you know in the sneakers that really you know maybe. And then you know when I went with combat and formed that. I was, you know, able to bring something to the table because I could make people knew who I was. Right. 
Um, and, and I was able to reach out and grab some people, you know, and, yeah. and be able to do some things. Um, were you, or were you, or are you ever nervous that your phone will get stolen and people will get access to these? Absolutely, numbers? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, because you know, I think about it even now. Like I say to myself, here's the thing, right? People look at people as success as money. I never made a lot of money, mm-hmm. but I've always had great relationships, been able to the access or the mm-hmm. comfortability, whatever you want to call it. But here's the thing: sometimes I look at my phone and I feel like I'm not deserving. If you hear that word, it's not. But you want to know it? Neither is almanac. Almanac. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not deserving of like you know. Like you look at all these. Like I do think like that because I you know I have a lot of numbers in there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, and and it's funny because you look at like people I grew up with. They don't understand. Like even like I'm sure people you grew up with probably don't understand the, the, no, this. No, correct. Yeah. And I'm yeah, explaining to you why. You know what they say? They're like, "You're cool with Drake." Yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or you know Drake, or you know Scarface. Yeah. Call him up right now. Oh, yeah. Never so what am I supposed to say? Yeah, yeah, Scarface. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got Steve over here. He wants to know if you're really Scarface and I'm friends with you. What the fuck would I do that for? It's right. like a dick. Yeah, right. But what I'm saying is, so it's like they don't, you know. I think people equate things like you know that if somebody is popular or celebrity, that you should be that. You don't have to be mm-hmm. that. You can just be friends with them. Yeah. Right. You know. Um, uh, Follow up question: Can you call Scarface right now <laughs> and prove that you're friends? With Let's yeah. see. <laughs> Has there ever been a shoe that you could not get for somebody? Uh, yeah. See, first of all, I, I, I got I got out of doing that because uh, most rappers, most celebrities have small feet. Don't want. Yeah, uh, right, no, <laughs> they don't want to pay, and they they and they they want it usually afterwards where it's harder to get. You know what I mean? And they don't want to pay over box price. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to. I got out of getting sneakers for people because it was like. First of all, too many. It became too competitive, and right. second of all, it became like there wasn't much money in it for me. Like right. you know, I have such a heart. You know what I mean? I didn't want to like pause, but bang people in the head. Right. You know. By the way, I are you are you really calling Scarface? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I'm he saying. won't know who we are. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. No, well, now Scarface's on the phone. <laughs> hey, face. What's up? I'm sending my blessings your way, motherfucker. What's going on, brother? Are you are you playing golf right now? Fucking no. Let me ask you something. Top golf. Do you believe in top golf? Do I play? Top golf. You know that the the the, the joint that you can hit the the golf balls with. Yeah. Face. What up, brother? No, no, I like Top Golf. I wish they made one in New York. Anyway, listen, I'm with, I'm with my friends Eric and Jeff. It's the real podcast, and we were talking about how much I love Houston, and I was like talking about Face, and I said, "Listen, we got to call Face and just send." You know when you feel like you got to make sure you send your blessings and love and make sure somebody's okay. Right. Oh, that's what we're doing. Are you still juicing and drinking all the fucking uh, arugula and spinach <laughs> and, and and all that? No, not no more. What? <laughs> Face. I was talking to Rico the other day. I said, when's Face coming back into New York? Uh-huh. No? Yeah, I'm here. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Face, I want you to just tell the... the, the we're, we're doing a, a podcast real quick. I just, I just want... Not, not my show. We're doing uh, a waste of time. <laughs> I want you to just tell the people... I know you love the the New York City subway train. 
Right? Am I right about that? Yeah, I mean, I love the subway system. <laughs> it's funny. Not that there's a reason. Face, face is, is, is somebody, whenever he comes to New York, always takes mad uh, Instagram videos. <laughs> face, you see Instagram got live on there, right? Instagram live? Uh-oh, you're backing up. <laughs> I feel like he's fighting someone. <laughs> yeah. Face, you good? You okay, Face? I'm going to call you back. All right, brother. Scarface. Yeah, or that was the guy who was pretending to be Scarface. Yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, Only one way to tell. <laughs> so, um, no one wants to pay for their shoes. No, it just it's 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 just to be honest with you, it, at at that point in time it just felt like, you know, there were so many people that, you know, they want they want it like for instance, you gotta give people a heads up. You know, you don't, when you want it afterwards is you're gonna pay more. Right. You know, so it's like, you know, and then at that time people weren't willing to pay you know, people would complain. Ah, you try. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's a it's a big hustle. Shout out to anybody who resells sneakers and does stuff like that, or you know, it becomes the plug to get somebody because people always want the limitest, the limitest, the I mean, I can't even most say limited, this. the most limited thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, don't want to pay the most for it, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then want to wait until it's released, you know, yeah. or if after it's released. I hope face is okay, man. It's sounded so it's 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 like he was backing up, and I think he almost hit somebody or I something, or he or pulled it apart. Yeah. No, actually, you know what? I think I heard somebody say, I've been waiting here for 25 minutes. Maybe, <laughs> maybe face pulled into a parking spot where they were trying to get in? Maybe he needs to bring some friends and move that car. Yeah, exactly right. I'm yeah. just concerned that he's not... Um, my biggest concern is that he's not juicing anymore, which is, you know... Yeah, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> he lost a lot of weight. That, and yeah. more more power to him, but... It doesn't hurt to juice in yeah. any event. Did you ever do the equivalent of throwing the New York Post in water or whatever, <laughs> stealing their papers for another shoe reseller? Or no, 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 I never, I never looked at it like that. You know, I, I always used the people around me to uh, build up. Like for instance, I had friends that, uh, you know, had a tremendous amount of pairs in size twelve and thirteen, and Drake wears a size twelve. And, uh, you know, I was able to, you know, make them make money, you know, mm-hmm. I always, I always done that. It goes back to saying like wanted to, you know, if somebody don't have something to help them out, like, you mm-hmm. know, if that's your homie, mm-hmm. I've always built a team around me, uh, to, uh, try to help uplift, not mm-hmm. just like use. So, you know, even like, like with Charlemagne, like he said something when he, when, uh, when he came on and he was like, yo, um, I don't want people to uh, do things for me. Like, I don't want someone to go shoot somebody for me. I want to hire someone as my security. Mm -hmm. To shoot someone for you. Right. Well, it's different. It's different. It's like kind of like, you know, where it's like you have people around you that just do things for you, you know, and could get arrested. Right. I'm talking about, like, give people opportunities, you know? Did you ever... so you're saying that you did not like get goons to beat up like Ben Kicks or something? <laughs> no, at that time that kid was a fucking. It was in his father's nuts. No, but that's that's when you have to get Boomin. <laughs> the fuck do I know about him? I'll be honest with you. It's amazing to see. Honestly, I sit here and I say these kids. It's amazing. People ask, "What do you think about resellers?" As resellers, I don't ever be mad about that, bro. I had to fucking go in the paper route. I'm, we're not talking about raining. I never talk about wearing a poncho and the yeah. fucking it's fucking pouring. You know, I still not even be able to do it. That, that I went to hustle because I, that wasn't the right thing to do, but I wanted it quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the point I'm trying to make is these kids—they're young. 
they wear a Yeezy four times, they sell it for fucking thousands of dollars. Right. You know what I mean? I think like there's a lot. Like I feel like they're becoming young entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And what's even and more legit. important than the money is the Instagram likes and that's like right. that is. Just, I mean, that means a lot to people. Currency. Yeah, that yeah. means a lot to people. I mean, girls are out here. You know. Um, anyway, I don't even want to get into <laughs> that, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's a false hope, man. That's why I always tell people uh, uh, appreciate your friends for more than Instagram likes and mm-hmm. retweets. Yes. So uh, so now. In the podcast world, uh, you were talking about you have um, you have tax and you have uh, Dallas Penn on this episode of your show talking mm-hmm. about podcast beef, mm-hmm. and everyone has podcast beef. Yeah, well, uh, nobody ever admits to a podcast beef. They always say it's not such a thing. Um, where I think it's stupidity because it is a thing because people always want to be first. Just like Elliot, you know, I get it. He wants to be first. He wants to have that first guest. And I think we all want to crack uh, the cherry of, of, of somebody who hasn't been on yet. Like when we did Dame Dash, you know, mm-hmm. you haven't heard from him in a long time. Boom, he comes out. So who could we think of now who's never been on a podcast? I don't know. I never heard Nas on a podcast, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. So if anybody gets Nas, boom, that's a big fucking deal for that week. Mm-hmm. But then again, like I told Tax, look, he got Meek Mill. Okay, what are you going to do next? Right. That get was a Nas. big one. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say that Eric and I are not going to get Nas. I don't think. You don't think so? No, we were Jay Z fans. Oh right, that that's that's the big we, problem. And we made that well, apparently they both thing. don't care, so you yeah. shouldn't fucking care. <laughs> but podcast beef, you know, I say to myself, you know, um, it, it, does it exist? Uh, of course, you know, I think that you know, like for instance, even like you'll see like uh, um, Rosenberg, not Scythe, but you know, once in a while he'll he'll flex and say like, look, you know. This Rock Him episode we did was amazing. Right. Nobody will pick it up. But at the end of the day, you know, I think we, 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 like, the way it's put to me is like, you know, you can't get this stuff on radio. You know, a podcast is, 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 is really for the people. Right. And, and you, it can't be blocked because you put it out there. If this was distributed by radio, it would be blocked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, but, okay, so, like, um, when we did the Jeff Sledge episode, mm-hmm. um, and shout out to was, Jeff. He yeah. was talking about, uh, you know some stories with Pimp C and mm-hmm. how yeah he was the uh, he was talking about international what was players he was the um, he was an R he was an R for yeah for them. but and, and there was a big story that came out of it as to you know Pimp C um, not liking how Andre had uh, you know taken out his drums yeah yeah, yeah 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 all that stuff and so I went on Twitter and I was like I'm I feel like we have good moments like this in every episode and there should be things that complex or you know any of the blogs will pick up pick up sure sure. And um and then that episode did get picked up by all those places. Yeah, I seen that. I remember that. So, so the moral of the story is: if you complain, Jeff, people will. Or so anybody. keep on complaining. Yeah. <laughs> keep on fucking complaining. Oh, believe me, you want to know what? I'm Jewish. I'm gonna keep on complaining. Yeah. Everybody, you complaining um, motherfucker. <laughs> so you're not living in Brooklyn anymore. No, I live in Jersey. You've man. changed. How much do you yeah. miss yeah. Brooklyn? Uh, not uh, not at all. Do you miss the? Uh, you, you have you have a, a, a youngster of your own now. Yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a baby boy. I have, I have such a crazy gap. I have a seventeen-year-old and a two-year-old. But but do you do you think that uh, the way he's going to be raised is um, not suffering? But do you think there's something missing from him not having that Brooklyn? Uh, yeah, I'm scared. I think about that every day. You know, uh, on, the reason why I moved away from Brooklyn was for. Um, 
a better life. And what I mean by that, when I say a better life, is uh, to be able to become a homeowner. You know, um, my lady that I'm with now, you know, we were able to get something. For, we would never be able to buy a home in in in, in Brooklyn, and and you know, it, it just it's impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so to be able to, you know, and it's nice to be able to to, to give your kids that. And I, I'll be honest with you. Living in such a fast-paced world all my life, being a a, a a person that's always witty on their feet, you know, moving, da 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 yeah. uh, Jersey's five minutes slower, and I appreciate that. And you know, it, it you know, I go, I guess, I guess, I really, really, sometimes I'll be honest with you, I, it don't take much to make me happy anymore, um, because you know, I, I see the deer. You know, it's dope. I like it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it is it, pretty cool. And 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 I do worry um, if he'll be any street smart. But at the end of the day, you know, I think I could try to instill some stuff in him. A lot of those kids in Jersey, I feel like they're bored out there, and they they want to they they do dumb things like they rob lawn mowers or something. You know what? Yeah. No, no. I'm just saying, like, they get them into dumb <laughs> trouble. That is a dumb thing. Yeah, but I was like, bored. what an example. <laughs> Who knows? They get caught doing dumb shit. So you know, because they're always bored. That's all you hear out in Jersey. All those young kids, they're bored. They're bored. Do meth. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're bored. crazy. The pills out there. They're probably all on those fucking things. Yeah. But um, I do worry. I do worry because I got uh um a lot of uh book smart from my father, mm-hmm. and you know, being aware, I read so many books. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the street smart I definitely you know got. Um, and, and I feel like it has helped me. It has helped me, you know, having both. Yeah. Um, I don't know if in this world you could ever give really both all the time anymore. And so I am, I am, I am worried a little bit, but, but I feel like, uh, I'm going to try my best, but I want him to grow up different. You know, like, you know, keep in mind as a parent, you know, we grow up to give our kids things that, you know, we never had. Right. And then in the interim, we spoil them. You could never give him shoes that you never had. So. No, no. Well, he already gets. Foot Locker sends him a bunch of shit. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's already, he's, he's got a crazy collection. Bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> the internets, the internets as we call them, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Again, I want to go back to saying I never made a, a ton of money where I could do things that, like, I don't, I don't, I don't go on Instagram and put Rolex. Like, I don't, I don't wear jewelry. I I'm not living like that. You know what I'm saying? If we I'm got a picture gonna, of that Lincoln Mark 8, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I got to bring up an old throwback picture. Of, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, I don't... Uh, Dan, there was a point I was fucking... Oh, I'm sorry. Make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, your, your, your son's shoes, what the internet's... No, the internet's, man. Yeah. Like, you know, just from just just from being friends with people. You know how, like, 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 like it's amazing the love you get. I mean, you know... Uh, I'm sure you get it when you go to different places from, you know, creating things over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just like, you know, like when my son was born, bro, people were DMing me, asking me for my address to send me sneakers or send me a gift. That's awesome. Like, And I felt like, you know, like strangers. Yeah. And I was like, yo, how do you ever like, because, you know, a lot of things I do, a lot of people may not know. And, and, and I, I sometimes I do say it, sometimes I don't. But uh, I feel like sometimes I suffer. I don't know why maybe it was jailed, but I suffer from uh, uh, depression sometimes. And even, you know, I get depressed. And, and uh, you know, um, yeah, I, I I I don't know why, you know. And, uh, you know, it's weird when you get depressed and you don't even know why you're getting depressed. And, and uh, so I always speak about depression. And I always tell people if they have any problems or issues they're going through or feel depressed, you know, that they're not alone to DM me and I get DMs all the time like weird like well, sometimes I say oh shit I may open up a can of worms because, right, because you're someone, not a, prov- a, a no I'm not I have yeah. people tell me like oh I feel like dying you know uh, thank you for always talking about this and, and I would and I'm like damn if I don't get back to this person in time 
but thank God I was able to do that. And 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 you know I'm not on here uh, saying like, but I've I've helped a lot of people over the years. Each email, through, I would get on phone calls with people mm-hmm. and take my time just because you know, I don't know what it is. I just have like this, 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 and and it comes with probably my loyalty. But I just have like like. I just want to help people, mm-hmm. and 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 sometimes I've helped people who, uh, uh, without even helping myself yet, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what it is. I guess I just I'm just I just feel like, uh, you know, my life could have went sideways, and you know, it, 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 I got a second chance at life. I'm trying to make the most of it, and I just want to help other people. Well, we love you, Pete, and uh, but we also love the old Pete. So can you leave us with the story? I think I got this right. Were you on like acid or LSD, and your mom caught you, or? Something you told us, I feel like you told us off on mic your, when we were on, on your, your show. Yeah, I did. Wait, wait, it was a uh, wait. We mean, uh, oh, okay. Wait, I actually know. I'll leave you with two stories. Okay, <laughs> I'll leave you with two stories. Um, the first one is hey, I go to my mother. So the first one is uh, uh, I think uh, I was on acid and diesel. So I smoked. No, I smoked a blunt, and we dipped it in in diesel <laughs> and uh, dust. Yeah. And and and, and uh, uh, I was tripping, mm-hmm. and uh, when I came home, and and I never forget, I came home from the club, and she was a she was a midget. Oh, this is she was a midget, <laughs> and she made me pancakes that were the size of, and she said, "You want pancakes?" And I said, "Yeah." And she made me these pancakes that were fucking like the size of a tractor trailer tire. So I kept on asking her why are they so big. And 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 she was like, "What are you talking about? Just eat them." And uh, and 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 then she said, "You want blueberries?" And the fucking blueberries were the size of bone balls. And I was fucking bugging. And I couldn't. And let me tell you something. She was so small, and the chairs were humongous. I was fucking bugging. But then it it, it was crazy. But here, I, I I'll, I'll give you a that that was my days when I was that fucking was the story, just yeah. being being a, a crazy uh, 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 fucking druggie. But here's this. I'll never forget this. One time, um, I invited Bun B over my uh, mother's house, and I said, listen, Bun, while you're here, one of these times we're going to get you, and you're going to come over to my mother's, and she's going to make you a home-cooked Italian meal. We finally get a fucking time to go. We go out to my mother's, and, uh, you know, I introduce him to everybody. And before I told him, I was coming, I said, listen, my friend Bun B, you know, he's a rapper, blah, 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 you know, whatever. They don't fucking understand. <laughs> so fucking, uh, uh, I, I introduce them to everybody. I have my 95-year-old grandmother there, I have my father, my brother, my sister. And, uh, you know, he comes in the houses, smell, they're cooking like the pasta, the big Z, this, that. So, of course, Bun, you know, it's taking a while, so Bun goes outside to uh, light up a mm-hmm. fucking blunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He comes back in stinking fucking weed. <laughs> My grandmother, 95 years old, turns to like look around, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, what is she going to say? And she's looking at him, and she looks at my mother, and my mother's name is Joanne, and she screams, Joanne, you're overcooking the brajol. <laughs> and, uh, and then my mother's like, what are you talking about? We're not overcooking the brajol. And Bun looks at me, and we're about to fucking die laughing. So we sit down, we sit down, and uh, we sit down, we have dinner, and my mother's telling him all the fucking dishes. And they're talking about Houston and rapping and this and uh, Italian stuff and all, 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 all this, a bunch of crazy stuff. So, you know, long story short, um, I, um, you know, we, we get, we, he eats, we had dessert, he loved it. It was, it was a fucking beautiful meal. Uh, we get in the car and I bring him back to the city. And uh, so the next day uh, I get a phone call from my uncle. He was in Florida. 
It's like an old, like a, like a, he's like a, like an old retired gangster out there, you know, mm-hmm. like, like the lawsuit, <laughs> fucking the chest <laughs> hair, yeah. the tight rope chain, the orange tinted fucking glasses, <laughs> you know, I, I forgot Uncle what Paul, they, yeah, uh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, they, well, they call him, uh, uh, you know, Stevie, Stevie, uh, Stevie Knuckles, because he has like a fucking, the, the, it's a long story. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, he calls me and he's like, he's like, hey, Pete, you know, uh, uh, and I was like, yeah, hey, what's up, Unc? He's like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm, I'm looking for you. I says, okay, well, I'm on the phone. <laughs> you know, what the fuck are you talking about? So he says, yeah, I spoke to your mother and, uh, you know, I need you to do me a favor. So I said, Unc, what do you want? So right away, I know this fucking guy is like, he's, I don't know what the fuck he wants from me, but he asked me something. So he says, look, he says, I'm opening up a, a, a deli down here in Florida. And, uh, you know, I got uh, your aunt, and she's going to make the eggplant and the fucking, we're going to make the potato and egg and a meatball sandwich. It's going to fucking be amazing. But I need a lot of bread. And I said, okay, well, what can I do for you? He says, what do you mean? He says, I spoke to your mother, and she said, you have a friend that owns a bread company, Bun B. <laughs> And I says, what the fuck are you talking about? I says, I says, not, uncle, this guy doesn't own, he's, he's a, he's a rapper. And he says, wait, he, he, he doesn't own the joint. He wraps the fucking bread. And I was like, listen, uncle, you know, he, this guy he doesn't own, he's a rapper. Bro, he's like, get it the fuck out. He, he went, he went ballistic. Right away, that's the typical Italian guy thinking of to get something out of somebody. But yeah, so that was a bun visit <laughs> visiting my mother. But yeah, so thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. I can't believe how much we uh, talk, man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, like I said, I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the show, and I uh, wish you, you know, as the holidays, I wish the internet, you, your families, uh, you know, healthiness, happiness, or whatever you celebrate, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Thanks, man. All right, chip. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Jeff, this is just one of 12 new podcasts in 12 days. Well, when you say it like that, it makes it sound like it's not very special. I think it's. I think all of our episodes are special. Yes, I every love episode equally. is a snowflake. That's right. And uh, they are all cherished until they melt away. Shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us this entire time. And hopefully you check our, our whole catalog because we've done a lot of podcasts. Where can people find them? You can always go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time. You can also go to iTunes. Search for a waste of time with It's The Real. We are also on Twitter at It's The Real. Facebook at It's The Real. Instagram at It's The Real. We're on Snapchat, <laughs> not at It's The Real. Someone's got to fix that. I'm not, it's not going to be me. I have too many other things. The real, the real Snapchat names are at It's The Real Eric and at It's It's The Real. The Real was taken. Yeah. And uh, you can also find us at the grocery store. Shouts to uh, Homer, Jorge. Mm-hmm. Um, shouts to all the, all, the, all the people who do such a good job over there. I see them several times a day. Uh, you can also find us at SOBs on February 23rd, 2017. Tickets are on sale right now for our show, which is called... Your girl's tour. Your girl's tour. Be there or be dead. That's right. You know this podcast won't grow without us shouting out our listeners and uh, trying to get them to tell all their friends about it. And by the way, we've seen some of you on Instagram. 
after we shout you out, shout out the podcast. So we really appreciate that. Shout out to Eighties Baby. Yeah, uh, but that's not my official shout out. Who's your official shout out, Jeff? I would like to shout out two people from SoundCloud. Oh, uh, I want to shout out. I wonder if they're the same people that I'm about to shout out. But go ahead, Slotmaster Zero Zero. That's uh, Jose from East LA. All right, Jose from East LA is a better uh, whatever. I mean, no, no, Slotmaster Zero Zero is pretty good. Yeah, um, and I also use the first Slotmaster. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, and I want to shout out Camboy GW. Shout out to Camboy GW. That's to me for remembering that I had to shout out Camboy GW. But shout out to Camboy GW. He's always leaving comments on SoundCloud and very much appreciated. Uh, I also would like to shout someone else from SoundCloud. Monty Styles, who is a regular commenter. And we appreciate all those regular comments. He is, he is there week in, week out. We love the listens. We love the comments. We love the interactions. And hopefully, we will see you guys at SOBs on February 23rd. Again, you can go to itsthereal.com get tickets right now. And Jeff, you want to know what? If you're not showing up to SOBs, then we're never going to see you ever again. Don't even come up to me. That, you know what? We should stand true to that. Jeff. I won't stand true to that. I'm a very friendly We got another podcast tomorrow. Should we tell him who it is? We should. All right, go ahead. Is it the Flatbush Zombies? It is the Flatbush Zombies. Shout out Good to thing them. that you guessed right. Shout out to the Flatbush Zombies, Meech, uh, and Juice, and Eric, all in the building. We have to rent another microphone. We all, <laughs> we all had microphones. Listen tomorrow to hear it. That's like 12 Days Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow.